Tracy and you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good evening. Good evening. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I hope you folks had a lovely weekend. We survived the weather. It was bad, but it wasn't too bad. Here we are going into Monday. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about over the course of the next two hours where I will be taking your telephone calls. But then we are not done at the end of the two hours because I will be filling in for Frank Morano on the other side of midnight. So we'll be going from 11 tonight until 3 this morning, which gives us a lot of time to talk to each other and to take your calls from around the country. So if you are a football fan, and I I guess I am, I guess out of all the sports, baseball's a little too slow for me. I don't I watch basketball every now and then, but football, you know, I guess that's the one for me. So if you're a football fan, the Jets uh with star quarterback Aaron Rodgers the NFL season is back. They will face the Cleveland Browns in the NFL's annual Hall of Fame game. I think that's coming up this Thursday, so that will be interesting. Don't know how much Aaron Rodgers will play, but uh, it's going to be interesting. So among the topics that we're going to get to this hour, and each hour we're going to be switching and have new, different, exciting topics to ponder, to think about, to talk with each other about. Number one, organized labor and businesses have got to find a way to work together. It bears repeating. Organized labor and businesses have got to find a way to work together. Yellow, one of the oldest and biggest U.S. trucking businesses completely shut down today. Hit with a string of mergers that left it saddled, if you will, with debt and stalled by a standoff with the Teamsters Union. The trucking giant Yellow shut down operations, right? So what does that mean? Ceasing operations immediately, and I get it, I understand the unions advocate for the workers, but at the end of the day, if the jobs are gone, who are you advocating for? Some three, some 30,000 workers, 30,000 are now without jobs. 30,000 workers are without jobs. The closure is the biggest in terms of jobs and revenue in the United States trucking industry, according to the Wall Street Journal. 
which first reported its shutdown. The company, by the way, received $700 million in federal COVID relief funds in 2020 and is preparing to file for bankruptcy and is in talks to sell off all or parts of its business. 30,000 staff, 12,000 big rigs, and they ceased operations immediately. The Nashville-based company has been struggling with debt and union problems. And, of course, each side is blaming the other for today's announcement of the immediate closure, right? It is the biggest collapse in terms of revenue and jobs for the trucking industry. Organized labor and businesses have got to find a way to work together. Another issue we're dealing with this morning, what happens when you ignore little problems, they become bigger ones. The broken windows theory. Visible signs of crime, antisocial behavior, and civil disorder create an urban environment that encourages further crime and disorder, including serious crimes. Rapper Cardi B grew up in the Bronx just like I did, and um, I'm a fan of her music. Do, Do her lyrics go too far? Absolutely. I concede that much. But among the celebrities, she is fighting back over the weekend, and I say bravo to her. People can only take but so much, even if I dare say you are a celebrity. The video of this latest antic with Cardi B and a mic throw has generated in less than 20 hours on Twitter, 25 million views. 25 million views. Cardi B threw her microphone at an unruly concert goer who launched a drink at the rapper during a performance in Vegas Saturday. This makes Cardi B the latest artist to have an object thrown at them while on stage. The rapper at first appeared startled and visibly in disbelief and then transformed into a fastball-throwing, if you will, southpaw and launched the microphone at the woman. And what you're about to hear is just the audio track, but this is what was actually going on as this happened. Cardi B was not having it. 
the woman took her full drink and just hurled it at Cardi B on stage only a few yards away. Cardi B, disbelief, immediately returned by throwing the microphone at the woman. Was it the smartest thing to do? No, but sometimes you're frustrated. If if the mic hit the wrong person, that's a million-dollar lawsuit right there. So security quickly intervened while Cardi B yelled from the stage before the microphone was returned to her, and she resumed her show. She's the latest performer. I don't know what is going on in the world, what phenomenons are happening. I don't know if this is broken windows. I don't know what it is. But she's the latest performer to be struck on stage over the past few months where people have been hit with phones, sex toys, human remains. Adele, for the great voice that Adele has, Adele is daring fans to throw an object at her. What happens when you ignore little problems? They become big ones. In New York City, a performer was hit in the eye uh, with a cell phone. New York City concert, June 18th. Singer Pink was mortified when a fan threw their mother's ashes on stage at the British Summertime Festival. Earlier this month, little Nas X had a sex toy thrown at him while performing a set in Sweden. When you ignore little problems, they become much bigger ones. Now, I'm about to get to the real problems right now. And we've got some doozies to tell you about. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Let's open up the phone lines. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Before I go to some of the other issues, one of them happens to be in Queens, open prostitution, open prostitution where kids are giving out the, let's see, business cards for hookers. Webster Avenue in the Bronx, my backyard. Parking is horrendous. You have people using illegal water from the fire hydrants to do, if you will, bootleg car washes. Taking up scores and scores and scores of parking spaces from hardworking people that need to go to work and now have to drive around for hours looking for a parking spot. When little problems are ignored, they become big problems. I'm going to break it down in just a moment, but let's begin this morning with Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
Dominic, I feel sorry for those uh, yellow freight workers. I know a couple of freight companies that went belly up. Yellow freight is only the last one that I know of. Roadway is gone. The clean trucking is gone. APA out of North Bergen is gone. McLean was headquartered in, I think, North Carolina, but they had a terminal in Spring Valley, and another one was in Orange County, New York. I mean, there are, com- there are companies who show the books to the union reps, and they negotiate to try and keep the jobs. And the union did that. And they got a loan, and it still wasn't enough to save Yellow Freight. Yellow Freight will be missed. Now the only two trucking companies, you've got UPS Freight, which used to be overnight freight, and you've got uh, FedEx Freight, which used to become used to be American Freightways. Well, Michael, the bottom line is what what caught my eye to this uh, story, 30,000 jobs gone in less than a day, just like that. I'm aware of it, too. It's sad. Just like that. I have a musician's union card. And here's a little tidbit. Back during World War II when the musicians went on strike against the record companies, that strike was over getting paid for playing with the vocalist, doing the record, getting a, sa- a sample of the record sales. That didn't last, that didn't expire until 1944. That was a two year walkout by the Musicians Union. Well, and here's another little tidbit. It's got to be quick, Michael. Go ahead. Frank Sinatra crossed the Union picket line to go into uh, Columbia Records to do 278s with a choir, not musicians, a choir. Two songs from uh, Oklahoma were on 178. And I forgot the other one, also done by a choir. I I hear you. The bottom line, thank you for the call, Michael. The bottom line is in one day, with the with the swoop of a snap of a finger, thirty thousand jobs gone because the Teamsters and and management could not get it together together of the yellow uh trucking company. And this is not just a regular truck trucking company. It's one of the oldest and biggest in the United States. Completely shut down. Let's go to Norman in Brooklyn. Good evening, Norman. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, I wanted to talk about Cardi B. Uh, I think it's just kind of crazy now that it seems that all these performers are getting assaulted by objects for people who are paying money to go see them. It's just kind of crazy. I mean, I used to think that... uh, I mean, in the old days when Tom Jones was performing, people used to, you know, like these fans used to go crazy and throw their their panties up on the stage, but they didn't launch them at the person. 
Um, and uh, that's you know I don't I don't I don't know is this is the social media contributing? It, to it, it, no doubt about it, Norman. Everybody, I call it the Kim Kardashian effect. Everybody wants to be a star. They may not have any talent, but everybody wants to be a star. Right. And so, what do you do? Hey, I'm a star. I I threw I threw. It, it was a full. First of all, first of all, right. Whether you like Cardi B, whether you don't like Cardi B, how would you feel? You're performing, right? And you, you've got you've got stage cues, you got cues, you got a hit, you got blocking cues. It's probably hot as hell in Vegas, and someone mm-hmm. throws something at you, a full glass cup full, and you have no idea what could be in there. It could be acid for all you know, right? right. So so Beyonce. Uh, in in New Jersey this weekend, uh, MetLife Stadium. I'm sure they couldn't get close enough to her to to throw an item. I'm sure her people are on extra guard. But but these are the things that the performers. I, I it makes it makes no sense, Norman. I mean, why why would you throw a cell phone that could hit somebody in their face and hit them in their eye? Which it did. It happened to a couple of performers. What why would you do that? What what's the what's the merit in that? Ooh. Ooh, I hit somebody in the face with a cell phone. I'm a star. Right. I mean, it's. Uh, it's yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I, I don't understand because these people are obviously paying money to see these artists. So, you know, so, so now they're going to have legal troubles on, on top of, uh, you know, paying. Uh, I'm sure it wasn't $50 to see Cardi B. I'm sure whoever saw her, especially they had, you know, close tickets enough that they could be, uh, you know, right by the stage. I, 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 it must've cost them hundreds of dollars to see her. And then they just, uh, they're that out of control that they're chucking glass in people's face. I, it, I, you know, it I, just, it just doesn't make any sense, Norman, because all you have to do is look at the video. When you are a star, uh, whether you like her or not at Cardi B's level, you travel with beefy, beefy, beefy bodyguards, right. And those guys quickly moved into action from behind the stage, from the side of the stage. Thank you for the call, Norman, to go after the person uh, that did this. It, it it just it makes no sense. And I haven't even we, we're talking about right now what happens when you ignore little problems. And we are all living examples of they become much bigger problems. So now people will spend the money to go to a concert. I haven't even started with the Bronx yet. I even even I haven't even started with the prostitution in Queens, right? I, I haven't done it yet. I'm I'm going to. But Mayor Adams, uh, you know, you're fond of saying my city, my city, my teachers, my my whatever. Well, open prostitution. Open prostitution as a matter of fact folks i want you to listen to this right now it's in spanish it's in spanish and i'm going to give you the uh location and everything in just a second but this ad is running on all social media in spanish it's not a laughing matter telling people to come here to come here to nueva york and you can negotiate a good deal 
for sex. Hola mis amigos, ¿cómo están? Sean todos bienvenidos a un nuevo video. Como lo prometido es deuda, hoy les voy a mostrar cómo es el mercado de las cariñosas en la ciudad de Nueva York. Wow, 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 wow. Let's go to, uh, to Morty in New Jersey. Good evening, Morty. What's on your mind? Good evening, Dominic. Good to talk to you. I just wanted to tell you two things. Uh, you actually touched on the first thing um, about the throwing things on stage. You know, originally it was a, a fad to, like, you know, it was cool at first because the artists would pick up their phones and then, you know, take a picture, throw it back to them. No, but that not, was like, Marty, you know, Marty, it was not cool. That That's what the artist, the artists were trying to downplay. That It was never cool. But go ahead. The, the second, this, so that was, that was, the second thing is, I saw this today when I was driving in Newark, and I couldn't believe my eyes. I pulled into the Walgreens right, right around the corner from Penn Station, Newark, and I, uh, I see these two people walk out of the store. One of them is a Walgreens employee, and the other one's carrying two bags. Uh, and then the Walgreens employee shoves this person, and, um, and these bottles of detergent fall out of the bag, and then they almost get, they, they pretty much get into a fist fight. And uh, it was really, it was over as soon as it started. And um, I went and talked to the employee afterwards and asked him what happened. And, the, of course, the person was trying to steal the detergent. And I asked him, so they steal the detergent. Let's say that they walked out. What happened? Um, like, they can't just sell it on eBay because, you know, they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't make any money. Um, and, uh, wait, 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 wait. Why wouldn't they make any money? Well, I mean, they, they, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. They wouldn't sell it on eBay because they have to pay for shipping. Right, so, but, but, it, but, but if you started with you paid nothing for the product and you passed right, the shipping course. loss to the consumer. Right, so this is what the, this is what the uh, manager told me. He said that they um, will go to a bodega, a mom-and-pop shop. Yes, and that's that what they do. Will, uh, you know, they'll sell it to them or... They'll use it as a negotiating, you know, here, take this laundry detergent if they owe somebody money for drugs. And it was just, you know what? And I asked him, I said, so you went outside and, you know, risk getting into a fight or whatever with this person um, because I assume you're getting paid enough to care about it. And he said, it's more than me just getting paid enough to care about it. It's my job. We lost $300,000 worth of uh, inventory last year because of uh, theft. And And I said, you're right, and, you know, these stores are closing. You know, <laughs> Walgreens is closing, and then the people are going to get mad at the corporations. The corporations don't care about us. It's like, no, we do care, but, uh, you know, it's your guys' fault that we're leaving. So Exactly, you know, Morty. Uh, exactly. That, that's no. the point. And I, I, I appreciate your call. Thanks for, uh, for telling yep. us what happened there. And, and Morty hit it on the head. You know, folks, we, we think that it's, that it's a crimeless, the, a victimless problem and, Well, it's just a little bit of shoplifting, but a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there, a little bit there. Five times an hour, guess what? The store can't keep up with it. And then the store goes out of business. And now the senior citizens have got to go a mile down the road to get their medication. Or 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 the mom with, with a couple of kids has got to go much further for uh for her medication or her children's medication it it's despicable and so little problems becoming bigger problems little problems becoming bigger problems 
broken windows theory, right? So let's talk about the Bronx, my neck of the woods, Webster Avenue, my neck of the woods. Illegal, and I, I didn't even know this, illegal car washers who clog parking spaces and that means using fire hydrants. If you're operating a car wash, then you've got to have water. And that means that you're mooching off of taxpayer utilities. So it's a black market car wash. And they charge anywhere from 20 to $35 a, a wash, right? And they are red and blue signs reading car wash and auto detail. I would think that people would not use these services. I understand it's much more expensive if you uh, if you if you uh, uh, detail your vehicle. So, for example, where I live at, for a for like a. A 70% detail of your vehicle, it's $55. So I understand you may save a little bit of money, but you're destroying your own community. And so on Webster Avenue in the Bronx, parking is already almost impossible. Almost impossible. And so people that are hardworking, nine to five, getting up every day, they could spend sometimes up to an hour looking for a parking space. Why? Because these illegal one-man van operation car washes have set up. And complaints about unlicensed car washers, who knew, have jumped 22% this year. 419 compared to 341, according to the Department of Consumer and Worker Protection, which licenses car wash operators. And so we're wasting water on an illegal outfit, and oftentimes when they're done, guess what? They leave the hydrant running unintended, and that can be for hours. You talk to the people that are running the illegal car washes, they say they're there making money for their families to pay rent, to eat, blah, 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 blah. We're not hurting anyone. Of course you are. Of course you are. You're destroying the fabric of the community. But they don't care because little problems become big problems. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I I haven't even started yet on the prostitution in Queens. Mayor Adams, it's your city, right? You say, my, 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 it's mine, 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 okay? You own it. But you own the illegal car washes on Webster Avenue. You own the fact of the migrants, right? And you own the pop-up operation along an entire block in Queens 
of young ladies engaging in the oldest profession and even hiring kids to pass out their business card to work out a deal for the oldest profession in the world. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we'll take your telephone calls from Rockland to Brooklyn to New Jersey to Manhattan. We will be right back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back on this Sunday evening. Good evening, folks. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. Little things, little bad things become worse. I'm 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 trying to break down the broken windows theory to to the to the to the common denominator of what it really means. And this is why you should not tolerate small crimes because they become bigger ones. They become bigger ones. So folks are upset. We see your phone calls. We're about to go to them. Folks are upset in Queens because the oldest uh, business prostitutes are openly selling themselves in a seedy red light district, right? It's along a stretch of Roosevelt Avenue and Corona, and it's been dubbed the market of sweethearts by the prostitutes. You know what comes with this, drugs, prostitution, alcohol. It's an underground, quote-unquote, red-light district taking over the neighborhood filled with families with children. And it's a bunch of brothels, and the operators and the prostitutes, they target Spanish-speaking clients advertising on YouTube with instructions on how to negotiate a happy ending for $200. I'm almost I'm almost uh afraid to attempt to define what happy ending means, Matt Blaze. Is there is there a is there a G version whatever we can explain this here? Um <laughs> when a when a man meets a woman finishes <laughs> so okay. to speak and 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 negotiate right $200. Yeah, you have to negotiate the two hundred dollars for all that mm. 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 and you know what I'm laughing, but it's not funny because those girls are somebody's daughter, and we're talking about human trafficking, and it's not a laughing matter but when when bad things when bad things, Matt, before I let you go, when bad things are not focused on, can, would you say things are bad right now, or how would you categorize things? Well, yeah, 
Uh, absolutely. Just just from driving in the city every day, you know, I drive thing, I, I go through the Lincoln Tunnel, I turn on to 40th Street, and every day now there's squeegee guys. We didn't have squeegee guys for like the last 25 years. That's right. Since like the 90s. That's right. And I used to see them all the time when I lived in Rockland, and I'd go down the West Side Highway, and you'd see them on the West Side Highway, and then they were gone. And now it's only been the last year that I I saw one, like maybe once in a while. Now every night, every night there's a squeegee guy. And they come over to me, and I just give them the hands because, honestly, I don't have any money. I don't carry actual cash anymore. But every day. So and, and that when, just shows it right t- now. When you tell them no, you better hope they don't smash your window. Right. And usually they just walk away. They don't, usually, they don't, right. They don't do anything. But just the fact that that is there shows you that they know they can get away with it now. Whereas before, when Rudy Giuliani put a stop to all that stuff, and now they're just like, ah, whatever, you know, who cares? It's a crime, and we're not going to bother people anymore. You want to do this? You want to harass? All right, do whatever you want. Now they want to bring in congestion pricing. And I was, because I was looking at it today, I'm like, there's bike lanes, there's cars parked over here, there's there's big giant concrete planters. I go, don't wonder why there's congestion. Right. Look at all this crap that's all over the roads. You're creating it. Yeah. And then this is the reason why it is not clean and not dirty and there are problems. Because the police are not being allowed to do their actual jobs. And they just, you know what, they don't care. They go, you know what? I'm going to do my 20, 25, whatever it is and now, I'm out. and I'm out. And I'll just do what I'm told. Why should I care if nobody else cares? And I'll just do my do as minimal as possible to just actually stay alive for the next 20 years and be out. And that's that. Matt Plays, thank you very much. So when, when little problems become big problems, uh, you know, performers being attacked, uh, items thrown at them on stage, Cardi B in Vegas over the weekend said, I think not, threw her microphone uh, in frustration at the person that threw a full drink at them. We have the situation in Webster Avenue in the Bronx in which people are operating unlicensed car washes using the public's public's, uh, fire hydrant and eating up more importantly, or I should say equally important, the parking spaces, which is impossible to begin with on Webster Avenue in the Bronx. Hard-working people that can't park their cars after a hard day's work because some clown wants to make a few dollars on an illegal car wash. Then there's the issue of the open market. Literally, that's the best way to describe it. Prostitution in Queens. Prostitution. That's right, along uh, Roosevelt Avenue in uh, Corona. And I want you to listen to one of the local council members, and then we're going right back to your telephone calls, Francisco Moya. I lived here my entire life, and I've never seen it uh, get to this point. But it is to this point. It is to this point, and the councilman continued. You see that video uh, where, I mean, this is put on Facebook, YouTube, and saying, here's a destination for you to come to, uh, you know, learn how to negotiate uh, with prostitutes. 
You can't make it up. You, you can't make it up. Let's go to Mike in Woodside. Good evening, Mike. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. You know, this whole thing has been going on since we moved here about three months ago. I've been seeing it getting worse and worse every night. We moved into this area from Woodside, and it is just an endless line of nonstop fights and illegal vendors. I mean, literally, you cannot walk in the street. It is that bad, and it is it, it's getting worse every night. And so, you know what? The worst so, thing Mike, about give me it an is, example. Give me an example of what it's like. Well, you can't walk in the street. You're going along the street, and it's nonstop. You got all the illegal food vendors, right? And right mixed in with the illegal food vendors, you have the young ladies, young ladies offering their wares. Now, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, they see me. I'm blind. I got a little cane, but I can still see out of one eye. So, you know, they treat me nice. Like, you know, they say, well, Papu, move over to this side, move over to that side, whatever. But you walk along the street, and it's just, it drives you a little bit nutty because you see how young a lot of these girls are. I used to be a journalist overseas. I know what human trafficking is, and you can see the pimps. They're not standing that far away. There are people watching them. There are people looking at them, and they, they got to sell their wares. And it's not only at Junction Boulevard and Roosevelt Avenue. You could go all the way over to 74 and Roosevelt Avenue. You could go all the way to 61st and Roosevelt Avenue in Woodside itself. And they have these little cubby holes where all this prostitution is going on. And it's just nonstop. It is really sad because a lot of the young ladies, nurses, students, that type of thing, they get catcalled by people in the neighborhood, you know, who think that, oh, maybe they're, you know, available for, for the night or whatever. And so you're going to have problems there. And right. you're going to have fights. Hey, and Mike, you're going to have life. That that's a great that's point it. that you're making. That's a, a great point because you you have young ladies that are minding their business. They may be walking along the block, and men assume that they're quote unquote working girls, and that could lead to a tremendous problem because anybody would be tremendously offended at a man coming on to them the way that these girls, these prostitutes, are uh, approached. You mentioned that they are young. Your guess, how young do you think they are? Some are teenagers. It's definitely, definitely some 15, 16-year-olds because they even tell you when you're walking down the street, the cat callers, the pimps, they're saying fresh off the bus and 15. Mike, 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 wait, wait, you're, you're joking, right? I mean, you're being overly dramatic to, to tell me that, that the pimps say fresh off the bus. You're joking, correct? Yeah, I'm not joking. They're saying they're fresh from the border, fresh off the bus. They say it in Spanish. And then they say quince años. You know what quince años is? That's 15 years old, man. That's basically what they're saying. And you see what the worst part about all of this, sir, is? They're two blocks away from the 110 precinct. And wait, how do you say I, I took two years of uh, Spanish in college, Mike? Uh, but uh, it, it just it just didn't, didn't work for me. Uh, but it was it was a requirement in school. How do you say fifteen again in in Spanish? Quince años. Okay, so you you know what I I want I want to make sure that I got this right. So you speak Spanish, correct? Well, I'm part Filipino, so we, some of the words, especially the numbers, are the same as Spanish and Filipino. Okay, so wait. So I understand so, the numbers. Okay, so you may understand this, you might not. I played it a second ago. This is one of the ads that's on YouTube, Facebook, that they're, you may not understand it, but I'm going to give it a shot. Listen to this, please, Mike, and then tell me if you understand it. 
Hola mis amigos, ¿cómo están? Sean todos bienvenidos a un nuevo video. Como lo prometido es deuda, hoy les voy a mostrar cómo es el mercado de las cariñosas en la ciudad de Nueva York. Do you understand that, Mike? Well, I understand the last part. The earlier part, I was kind of a little blurry with the noises there, but he was talking about las cariñosas on, on uh, you know, in, in the neighborhood, basically uh, the love neighborhood is, is what he's trying to say, if, if I'm trying to be colloquial and express it in a, in a, in a simple way. The, and the love neighborhood. The love neighborhood. Yeah, the love hood, the love corner, that that type of thing. Basically, he's saying this is this is the red light district. That is, that is what he's saying in this neighborhood. I think he's more just trying to describe it. I don't know if he's trying to advertise it, but mm -hmm. I will tell you this, and this is something that you know Curtis's guys can confirm because I was riding with them last night. They brought me back back home from a, 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 an event they had downtown in uh, in Manhattan. And when we, when we got off over at Junction Boulevard and I started start, uh, you know, walking home, uh, the traffic was worse last night after the New York Post article came out. So it's like uh, because, of the, because of the notoriety, there's a lot more people going around the neighborhood and, look, and looking at this stuff. Wow. And you're telling me, Mike, I'm just I'm, – I'm locked on to the fact that you said some of the – the girls you believe the working prostitutes are as young as 15. This is what they're saying. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean it's true. Some of them may be dressed up as girls, but might not be girls. Maybe people get a rude awakening there if they go there. But I will say this, that is what they're saying. You know, uh, basically they say there's, there's, there's no, um, it's almost like they're saying they don't have any sickness and that's why they're so young and keep animals. That was, those were the words I heard and fresh off the bus was the other one. And our neighborhood residents extremely frustrated? Many of them are frustrated because it's leading to crimes. If you remember not too long ago, there was a, a mother and a son, a Filipina lady. Uh, they were shopping in the neighborhood because there's a lot of vendors in the neighborhood who are legitimate vendors. They sell their wares and they, they sell really nice things in different parts of, of the area of Junction Boulevard, right? Up, up from, uh, from Roosevelt to 37th Avenue. There's a whole bunch of tables there. People buy stuff. Okay, so this lady's going home with her son, and suddenly uh, they, they get accosted by this group who are basically angry at Asian women, and basically they think that this Asian woman had picked up one of their customers, and that was the whole reason for the allocation that, that was told to me by some people in the neighborhood. The, the people got it wrong. It's not They didn't attack her because they thought she was Asian. They attacked her because she, they thought she had, was you know, uh, working freelance in the neighborhood on a corner that was supposed to be more for Hispanics. Now, you go mm. up to 95, just a little bit further up, you got all the happy ending bars, and they're mostly Asian in there. Well, Mike, I, I appreciate your call for informing us of uh, what's going on. Thank you. Thank you so much calling uh, this evening. And, um, you know, what's interesting, folks, at the top of the hour, folks need to be very, very careful in terms of um, – the NYPD is investigating as a possible bias crime. Uh, a group of gentlemen who happened to be gay, a group of gentlemen, that, and, and they were, they were uh, voguing, the term voguing, and a group of young men that didn't like the fact that they were voguing with swim trunks on and so on. When it was all said and done, one man was stabbed and killed. And so we'll be discussing that at the top of the hour. There's a lot going on. And once the other side of midnight gets underway at 1 a.m., we'll be talking uh, President Trump.
Hunter Biden and the mess that's what what's going on there. I've got to take a break right now. I'm with you until 1 a.m. Then the other side of midnight will start, and I continue until 3 a.m. this morning. When we come back, I'm going to go to Larry in Brooklyn. It says here on my screen that he is happy about the prostitution in Queens. We will go from Brooklyn to Long Island, Staten Island, Manhattan, New Jersey, and Rockland. W-A-B-C. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back taking your telephone calls, a number of topics which will go over the midnight hour. One, organized labor and businesses have got to find a way to work together. Yellow, one of the oldest and biggest U.S. trucking trucking businesses, shut down today. 30,000 workers without jobs. Gone. Benito, find another way to survive. They've got to find a way to get along and make, and make things work. The company received a $700 million COVID bailout in uh, 2020, I believe, is the year. And now they are gone, done. We're discussing that. We are discussing little things when you don't enforce them become big problems. Entertainers can't do concerts and performances anymore because somebody wants to throw something at them. A cell phone, in Cardi B's case, a full uh, a glass of water in a uh, plastic container. Cardi B lost her cool, fired back, through her microphone at the uh, young lady. Security quickly inver- converged on the young lady. The Bronx on Webster Avenue, busy Webster Avenue. You can't park. It's hard enough to park. You can't park because if if illegal car washes, these one-man operations that turn on the fire hydrant, have it running all day, and eat up scores and scores of uh, parking spaces. And then, as you've just heard, the prostitution problem along Roosevelt Avenue in Corona dubbed the market of sweethearts, an open market where you can go buy whatever sex act your little heart desires. You can just do it. Larry in Brooklyn. Good evening, Larry. What's on your mind? Okay, Nani. You know, when I heard about this prostitution, I was actually very pleased. And uh, not only that, but I look upon people like you who get all huffy about, you know, the situation as, as being foolish. I don't want to call you a fool, but the point is, is that you, you don't want to call me a fool, but you just did. Go ahead, Larry. Okay, you, you. Okay, I'm sorry. Look, you expect, okay, you expect uh, people from like Tijuana to come here and not to bring the, the culture of Tijuana with them, but that's not why I'm happy. The reason I'm wait, happy. Wait, 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 is, Larry, 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 yeah, my really, friend. Yeah. You do realize that's a serious stereotype that you just made. And one that we don't wait, wait, Larry, one that we don't know to be accurate. How could you say something like that? 
because there's underage prostitution in Mexico. That's why. It's the same people that are there are coming here, and then they're bringing their culture here. We're, we're allowing them to come here, and they're bringing their culture. But, Larry, but the Larry I wait, I'm going to let you finish. Larry, it's their culture? Come on, man. It's their culture? It. Well, it exists. Doesn't it? It's it a exists, problem so that it... exists. It's not their culture. But go ahead, Larry. All right. But the reason I'm happy is because, first of all, this is the first time something happened that didn't threaten me personally, okay? I don't have to walk down the street and worry about getting attacked. I don't have to walk down the street and worry about smelling fumes of pot that may be laced with something okay, else. Okay, so, Larry, okay. what about the people? But wait, wait. I'm... So that's a selfish response. What about the people well, that do have finish. to walk? Larry, what about the people yeah. that do have to walk down the block and have to be propositioned okay. about whether or not they want a sex act performed on them or to them? I understand that. That offends their sensibilities. But I am happy that it offends the sensibilities of liberals more than anything. Because I, I hope this expands, this prostitution fills up the Upper East Side. And the, all the people that voted for Eric Adams, the Upper East Side. So, Larry, West Side, Larry, they consider, Larry what, yeah. God forbid, yeah. what if one of those young ladies was your sister or my sister? Would you still say that you hope that it expands to the Upper East Side? If it was your sister or my sister out there selling their bodies? They're not Americans. I care about Americans first. Okay? Wait, wait. Then I'll care Larry, about them later. Oh, my They're God. Larry, Larry, Larry. You're going to stand here and tell me that you know the race of every single hooker that's engaging in, in this operation. You just interviewed a guy that said they're right off the bus. They're right off the, some, right off the boat. They're some, right off the Larry, some. Oh, so you're saying it's expanding to, to Americans? Larry, uh, have, well, have you a, ever seen a, a prostitution ring where it's just one one group of females? I haven't. And and you you well, they, they used to be in the Hunts Point section of the Bronx. They used to be uh, in Manhattan. I still remember when a buddy friend of mine, I won't name him, uh, a, a journalist was arrested uh, a, a, during lunch, going to uh, engage with a prostitute, and tried to say that. That, that he was uh, working on a story for the newspaper. I won't say the newspaper. They called the newspaper, and the newspaper would not back him up, and he was arrested and very embarrassed. But anyway, go ahead, Larry. But no, I am very much against those, for example, those Chinese, the Chinese prostitution in Queens, because those women are enslaved, okay? But if, if, if families are, are allowing this to happen to their daughters voluntarily, there's just so much I can object to it. Okay, but Larry, like Larry, Larry, who, well, Larry, Larry, who says it's yeah. voluntary? Who says the families are behind all of their family members? You're making so many assumptions that my head is spinning right now. Who says that okay. their family well, signed off on this? Do you realize how racist that is, Larry? No. What I'm trying to say is, is that this problem is going to call attention to all the other problems that people are sweeping under the rug. Didn't Curtis Lee would go over to the Roosevelt Hotel tonight for some reason? The and what, the, and what does that have there, to right? do with anything of what I'm talking about? I'll tell you why, because people don't care about theft of public funds. They only care about things like prostitution, uh, you know, because little girls are involved. They don't care. Eric Adams is a criminal. 
And the people are overlooking the fact he is a criminal, not a bad mayor, a criminal. He's stealing funds from from New York taxpayers. No, you you can't back that up, Larry. No one can. Nobody can back up that comment. If that were accurate, the feds would be all over the mayor of New York City. That that's not accurate. well, you know, the feds are causing this. They're in bed with him. And Eric Adams. Oh, come on, come on. Let, okay, Larry, do you have anything else to say I before say I move thing? on? Can quickly, I, quickly. I've got to take a break. Okay. Quickly, please. These people come here with no money because all their money goes to the cartels, okay? They pay $30,000 to get here. And Eric Adams welcomes them with open arms. He's supporting the drug cartels who are poisoning our kids. He's not a criminal. Okay. Tell me, he's not a criminal? No, they, he belongs the, in the, jail. The, the la- he Thank you for the call, Larry. The last time I checked, the feds are not investigating the mayor of New York. No, he's not a criminal. And if you find out something different, please let me know. Folks, we have got to take a break. Hour number two is coming up. Stay right there with your calls. Rockland, Brooklyn, New Jersey, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Long Island. We will be right back. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Let's see you acknowledge a man whose words make your blood boil, who's standing center stage and advocating at the top of his lungs that which you would spend a lifetime opposing at the top of yours. Dominic, I want to say, when we started calling around in uh, New York City last week to find out who would have their finger on this story, you were the person who was most often mentioned, and that's why we asked you to be with us this morning. So what do you hear? What do you know? How is this thing going to come out? Now, here's Dominic. Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Monday morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We see all of your calls. When little problems are not taken care of and they become bigger problems. But but we've got a doozy right now, and I'll I'll recap in just one second. But um, I've I've lived through covering uh, the Bensonhurst case, Howard Beach, and th- this has signs of going along that line. The NYPD, and we're about to return to your telephone calls, is investigating as a possible bias incident. Very serious. And it breaks my heart what has happened. A professional dancer stabbed to death by an apparent bigoted stranger for voguing shirtless with pals at a Brooklyn gas station. Now, I, I think all of us know what voguing means, right? But it's 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 popular in the gay community. And, and you'll hear guys go, vogue, vogue, vogue. And they stop and take a stance, and then they freeze, and it's vogue, 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 and it, it's like it's like it's like modeling, right? And and um, the professional dancer who was voguing after a trip to the Jersey Shore with his friends was stabbed to death during a confrontation. This happened Saturday night with a group of Muslim men. So this was a a disaster waiting to happen here, who said the victims' impromptu performance offended their faith, according to uh, what witnesses and friends are saying. 
And so the uh, dancer, 28-year-old O'Shea Sibley, who has performed at Lincoln Center as part of a um, all-queer dance group, was blasting music and dancing with his pals at the Midwood Mobile Station on Coney Island Avenue in Avenue P just after 11 p.m. when their antics, if you will, drew homophobic protests from a group of men nearby. So the NYPD is investigating the court-on-video killing as a possible hate crime. So Sibley and his four friends, all shirtless and swim trunks on one of the hottest days of the year, can be seen getting out of their white sedan to pump gas. And um, a friend of the uh, victim in, in small, tight trunks uh, was wearing, they were described as underwear, and they, they began dancing. And that's when a group of men exiting the mobile station started harassing the 28-year-old victim who had on pink swim trunks and his pal, according to uh, according to some witnesses. And according to the witnesses, uh, they were saying things like, oh, we're Muslim, so don't do this in front of me. And... Um, it's just, this is not good. It's not good. Someone is dead. Someone is dead now. Um, and then, then it became back and forth between the two groups about what each group liked in terms of, um, it, it, it's a mess. It's a mess, and the NYPD is investigating. We have a number of issues on the table. We'll get to, we'll talk in, in detail about President Trump I'm in with you folks until 3 a.m. this morning uh, during the 1 a.m. hour. Uh, Frank Marano has a well-deserved week off, and I'll be with you from now until 1, and then from 1 until 3, and then Curtis Sliwa will finish Frank's show from 3 until 5. Curtis Sliwa, as we speak, are at area hotels in Manhattan where migrants are, and God only knows what's going to happen. God only knows. And so uh, the stories that I'm recapping right now, the trucking giant Yellow has shut down, effective yesterday, Sunday. The 99-year-old company had, notice past tense, almost 30,000 staff. They're all gone now without a job. 12,000 big rigs. And they ceased operation immediately despite a 700 million COVID bailout. The Nashville based company has been struggling and struggling with union problems with the Teamsters. When little problems become big problems, entertainers can't even perform anymore because Somebody wants to throw something at them. Hey, look at me. I'm as famous as Beyonce. I hit Beyonce in the eye with a cell phone. Cardi B wasn't having it over the weekend in Vegas. The Bronx girl, the New York native, someone threw a full cup of a liquid at her, and Cardi B, it hit her directly in her pink dress, and she was startled with her hair and everything. And she was startled for about a New York second and then turned around with her left hand and fired off the microphone, throwing it at the person in the um, in the audience. 
for Cardi B's sake, I hope she hit the person that threw it. Because if she didn't hit that person and hit someone else, that's a million-dollar lawsuit right there. So that's that's one situation, the entertainers, right? Little Nas X having uh, sex toys thrown at him. Human ashes uh, put on stage at another performance. This is ridiculous. Then at, on Webster Avenue in the Bronx, we have, we have uh, makeshift... Uh, <laughs> One-man band car operations, using fire hydrants, using the public's water, but eating up all these parking spaces. If you know anything about the Bronx, you know it's impossible to park on Webster Avenue. And they're eating all of this up, driving neighborhood residents crazy. Then we have the situation in Queens where it's an open market and full public view for prostitution, a stretch of Roosevelt Avenue in Corona. It's been dubbed the market of sweethearts. Let's go right back to the uh, telephone calls. Let's go to Victor. Victor on Staten Island. Good morning, Victor. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. How are you? I'm well, Victor. Go right ahead. Great. But um, I'm going to tell you, let's let's backtrack. Um not to be cynical about it, but slow down. Society is not aware of what's going on for years. But now, I'm not including mayors, past mayors, future mayors, or mayors in the past. I've been in the police department, and that's been going on for centuries. But because of the new laws, the new people, the new immigrants, they say, oh, free call for everybody. We could do it up front. We could do it open. And nobody's enforcing it. The police department is not a cause of this. Well, well, one, one, Victor, I I didn't say once that the police department was the cause of this. No, 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 I'm not blaming you. Okay. I'm, I'm neutral here. I'm neutral here. I'm just saying that the police department, even if they went through the force, narcotics or prostitution, law enforcement, every, every, any unit in the police department, they they do bust and do what they got to do. But guess what? At the, line, at the end of the line, the prosecutor's not enforcing it. There's no legal, there's no There's no one that could say Julio or Julia or who, where, where you came from Mexico, you came from Puerto Rico, you came from where. No, no, no. I'm not blaming nobody. I'm just saying, listen, you've been around for years, and law enforcement is all about prosecutors. And the prosecutor system today, okay, I'm not going to go there. But uh, the bottom line to this is everybody in society don't know what's going on into now he's sitting in their face. Well, if it, I, I hear you, Victor, and I thank you, for, thank you for the call. I thank you for your years of law enforcement. But um, you say people don't know what's going on until it's hitting them in their face. Well, if you're walking along Roosevelt Avenue in Queens, 
and young ladies are standing there propositioning you to try and get you upstairs to have sex with you or engage in a sex act, if that's not hitting somebody in the face, then I don't know what is. But, Victor, I do understand your point, though, about because law enforcement without the prosecutors, it doesn't work. You've got to have the prosecutors making the cases in court. So Victor is correct as it relates to that. Linda, Long Island, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dom. Um, you were talking about Cardi B before. Yes. I don't, I don't feel the least bit sorry for her. The others, yes, but this is really ridiculous. She was the one not feeling bad about, but going around bragging that she was knocking out, you know, the drinks and drugs or whatever whatever she put in their drinks. Men that were just normal, everyday, innocent men coming into a club, you know, and, you know, have a drink and whatever. And she's knocking them out and stealing their money. And she doesn't know. You talk about it's not a little. You just said about it becoming a big thing from a little thing. This is not a little thing. She didn't know anything about the net, just like you, if it had been you going in there. She doesn't know anything about these men's medical condition. You know, I don't know what she put in their drinks. I don't know what she did. I don't know if anybody ever did. They could have had a heart attack. They could have died from that. You know, I'm doing something like that. That's a medical thing. And and to me, and, and she has no talent. I mean, she's nothing like, I'm, I'm sure you like, like her too. I loved Whitney Houston. She was really. I, I like, real, I like, I like Whitney Houston, but, but I Linda. I loved but, her. Okay, but wait, Linda, as a yes, rapper, do you really believe that Cardi B is not talented? Because I believe she's no, one of the I, most, no, I think no, she's one of the most talented like rappers her. out there. No, I, I don't like her at all. I think she's disgusting. Okay. My opinion. Okay. But I think what she did was disgusting. I can agree with you I, on I, that. I, can I agree would with never, you on that. I would never think of her as a decent person. You know, somebody did something. I feel bad for the others, the decent ones. I, I don't think anybody should do anything that from a stage that's just doing a show. But somebody like her, I couldn't care less. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry they didn't hit her. I mean it. I, oh, I, they, I they, they did hit her. They, they did hit her. They, they did hit her. Uh, well, 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 I mean, you well, know Linda, what I mean. Well, Linda, if you think she's a low life now, wait until yeah. you see the video of her latest song that's coming out. It's all I about. Want to sing. Uh, well, yeah. you, you're gonna have no choice because it's gonna be everywhere. What? It's all about. It's all about her relationship. Uh, I, I think she's married to him. Uh, Offset. And it's about his alleged cheating, and she's on the phone with her girlfriend. It's, it's a long story, but but you'll be seeing that very soon, whether you want I to or not. Be, I w- no, no, I won't be seeing it. <laughs> but I, I would, if, believe me, if I was married to her, I would be cheating also. I don't blame oh, him. Oh boy, oh boy. I can't, I can't stand it. When I heard that story, it's one thing to do something and say I'm sorry, it was a mistake or something. You know, at the time, she bragged about it. I mean, and people, you know, innocent, you know, kids, right? Young people who are um, very impressionable listen to garbage like that. Oh, maybe that's a great idea. I should do the same thing, right? Mm. I mean, people, you know, when you respect somebody, that's why I mentioned Whitney Houston because I loved her so much. She was so great. She had a talent. She did, unfortunately, with the drug to herself, but she never heard 
anybody else. He didn't hurt, you know, other people. This right. one did. Right. And, well, and we don't know if anybody ever died from it. We don't know because they have a heart attack. Hey, hey Linda, Linda, I, I hear you, and I'm, I'm, afraid to, I'm afraid to tell you this. I'm afraid to say this. I really am because I don't want you to chop my head off. I, oh. I, I am a fan of her music. Uh, does it go too far? Yes. Should kids listen to uh, most of it? Absolutely not. Not, but but you. but but I am Linda. I'm just being honest with you. I I think she's one of the more talented rappers out there. And 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 don't advertise her, please. Don't advertise her. I think she's a, a low life, and I, I don't appreciate you advertising her. And I did mention you, by the way. I I don't know why I made a call. I, I don't remember. Was it last night? Did you know about it? Curtis, did you know nope, about it? Nope, 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 I just, nope. I just by accident put the, the radio on. I was listening to him, mm-hmm. and then uh, I heard, when I put on, I heard somebody, um, a man, <laughs> sing something, and it just, you know, it was cute. It reminded me of you. So I called, and I told him that, um, you know, I said, this man, you know, he, sound, he sounded like Dom, and Curtis said, who? I said, Dominic, you know, Dominic Carter. Mm-hmm. I said, he sounded a little bit like him. And then, you know, Curtis was, you know, that was good. Yeah, mm. it was it was, it was, was cute. We thought about you. Okay, well, that's very nice of you, Linda. And Thank don't you. talk about her anymore, please. <laughs> Unless it's bad. I don't want to hear anything good about her. Okay. She's not a good person. Okay, all Somebody right. Somebody who does not is not a decent person, right? Okay, okay Linda, I got what you. What if you went in there? What I, if you went in there no, and she no, did no, it to no, you? Linda, this is the last thing I'm going to say. With these okay. rappers, with these rappers, you don't know what's true and what they're saying to sell records. Now, I believe her when she told that story she because because she used to be a stripper and and, you know, and I don't. I don't want to go down that. I don't want to go down that that uh, that That's road. Right. We're gonna leave it alone. Whatever she did previously, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know some of her songs. And I get it. You don't like her. I understand, Linda. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Linda. Yeah. Thank you. And I'm a, I'm a uh, uh, Linda's like, uh, uh, <laughs> thank, thank you for the call, Linda. All the serious stuff, but she is. Forget about it. Mm, okay, thank you. Thank you for the call, Linda. Let's go to Mario in Rockland County. Good morning, Mario. You're on Talk Radio you? 77 WABC. How you doing, Dom? That woman was a trip, man. <laughs> <laughs> Which one, Cardi B or Linda? Linda. Okay, Linda. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I know what you're talking about with that car wash thing. I saw for the first time a year ago on Fordham Road, uh, on the west uh, west side of it, just before you get to uh, the Deegan. Now, check this out, man. De- it was two guys. They had six folding chairs, so they had like a little waiting room. Wow. Right by they had a cap on the Johnny pump with a hose coming off it into, you know, like when you buy those big storage tubs, you know, if you want to put Christmas decorations yes. or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. So they were, they were using that like a catch basin. They had a gigantic one. Because um, attached to that with a hose was a pressure washer. And where they were getting the electricity from, if you take that panel off the box at the bottom of a streetlight, there's pigtails behind there. So now, not only were they using the city water, they were using Con Ed's electricity. They had a whole operation going where if you had it going, first of all, you'd have to use recycled water when you have a car wash these days. Exactly. Yeah, you probably pay about $10,000 a month just for rent. 
This is true. This is true. Electricity, on and on and on. It was unbelievable. When I first saw it, I mean, and I I talked to you last week. I'm from the projects, too, in the Bronx. Uh, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was like, (laughs) I just started laughing at myself. Right. They just get nervier and nervier. But the problem is with everything. You give people an inch once you once the cops or whoever you know whoever commands them to tell them don't start with this little stuff let it go let it go let that it doesn't stop anywhere and people eventually get hurt because I even noticed this up in Rockland like you go to some of the you know I was gonna not curse but I was gonna say some of the nasty neighborhoods you go to Spring Valley you go down to Haverstraw you got people with blue headlights red signal light, you know, on their car, red turn signals. Now, there's a reason cars and laws were designed with red lights in the back, white in the front. You know, it lets you know if this person's going to stop or what direction the car's going. Correct. So when these cops are told, oh, don't start this little nonsense with these people, then they just take it further and further and further, and then you end up with a third-world country right here within America. You know, people drive on any side of the road you know they what? want. You know what, Mario? I'm, I'm glad you said it because it does appear to be that way a lot these days. That, well, uh, exactly. that America is looking like a third world country in many communities. No laws, no rules. Do as you want. Anybody questions you, you got a right to, to say, how dare you say that to me? Yeah, you know, and, and it's surprising. Uh, I don't know if it's just people. <laughs> I have to laugh again because last week I told you when I said the '60s were was the ruination of this country. People have this right, like, oh, what's the big, like you say, what's the big deal or whatever. You're like, no, man, these rules are put in effect. Believe me, I'm not like a rules kind of guy. Again, you know, I, I'm not a rule breaker, but you know, you bend them a little bit. But these things could actually cause people to get injured, to die, and so just for people to say, oh let it slide. And these are the citizens. These are the taxpayers. These are people that are here, born here. You're like, bro, but what you don't understand is you don't have any foresight to see there's no end to this. You know, once exactly. you start it, once you Slippery slope. Yes. Yes. There you go. Mario, exactly. you, you made a whole lot of sense. Thank you for the telephone call this morning. Let's go now to Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Yeah, good morning. You are 100% wrong. Little crimes don't turn into big crimes, or at least not in the subway, and I can prove it. I, I took a bus from New Jersey to the Port Authority, and when I got to the Port Authority, I went downstairs to the subway, and as I'm walking to the stairway to go to the platform, I passed 11 transit cops. Okay, and wait. It, hey, Michael, wait, wait, wait. Let, let me just stop you. I, you're going to tell me your regular story that cops should no, be no, on the— no, Wait, no, wait, no. okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to let no. you tell your story. Okay. But, but but I love you, man, I, and here's why I love you. I said so politely and so nicely, good morning, Michael, and you went right to the heart of the matter. You are dead wrong. That's why I love you, man. Go ahead, Michael. I love ahead, you, too. T- t- tell your story. Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. And I, and I also don't waste time asking you how are you. I get right to the story. Okay. okay. Anyway, as I'm walking, I'm counting the transit cops, and there are 11 of them. And at this point, smoke is coming out of my ears because I know when I go to the platform or on the train, right. I won't see a single L- one of like them. Like I said, you're, you're, walking, you're, you're, you're telling the same walking. story that you always tell. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
I'm walking, I see one policeman wearing a white shirt. Now, the ones that wear the white shirts, they're either a lieutenant or a captain. I went over to him and I said to him, excuse me, can I ask you a question? He said, go right ahead. I said, are you a lieutenant or a captain? He said, no, I'm a captain. I said, it's very nice that I see transit cops in the mezzanine. But if I go down to the platform, I probably won't see a transit cop, will I? He said, no, you probably won't. I said, when I get on the train, I probably won't see a transit cop on the train either, will I? He said, no, you probably won't. I said, why are there 11 transit cops walking around this huge mezzanine? There's none on the platform and there's none on the train. He said, well, the top transit authority uh, officer, the one in charge, told us we should stay in the mezzanine. I said, why? He said, because this way, when criminals come down the stairway, they see that there's cops in the station. Yeah, but then they know there's none on the platform and none on the train. And nobody's being pushed into the track from the mezzanine. They're being pushed into the track from the platform. I said, that's crazy. He said, another reason is, and I'm not mentioning races, but if we put a cop on the platform or on the train, there's a lot of these mentally ill homeless people sleeping on the benches, on the platform, and sleeping on the, on the seats in the train. The cop will go over to wake them up, and half of them are mentally unsound. They may jump up and decide to pick a fight with the policeman. Now you have a situation. The situation is the policeman has to defend himself, or in some cases, it might get so bad, it might be necessary for him to use his gun, which will create a bigger situation, a situation that we, the city of New York doesn't want to deal with. So the head transit police officer told us, do not go on the platform to avoid the situation. Don't go on the train to avoid the situation. I said, and where did he get this thing from? He said, probably the mayor. I said, that is the stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic thing I ever heard of. And he looked at me and said, with a half smile, you said it. I didn't. I said, do you think that's that's a smart thing? Do you think that, that that's not lunacy? Okay, so, Michael, we got, we got to get, we got to get, said, Michael, we got to get to the point sooner or later. Well, let's let's get to the point. You were, you were incorrect when it came to the subway. So, so it's back More to me again. problems won't turn into big ones because the cops aren't there to make them into big ones. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't blame the police at all. I, I don't feel... I don't, I'm blaming the head policeman of the transit cops. It's not, and, it's not the head cop. And, and, it's not the head cop. It's, it's, the, it's the politicians. It's the Quintus the mayor. Mayor Eric Adams. All right? Maybe... Uh, you want to know the truth? I really wish... That he was Quinta Kente. He isn't. He's oh, Toby. Come on, but, come on, but, come on, come on, come on, Michael. Come on, no, no. come on. Michael, Quinta Michael, Kente Michael. was a warrior. Michael, Hold okay, that, that, that's it, Michael, because I think he just used profanity. That's it, Michael. We don't, we don't do that here, and certainly not on this show, okay? We don't do that. If you can't hold your tongue, then don't call. Let's go to Tony in Florida. Good morning, Tony. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. I wanted to talk about the the four gentlemen that were voguing. Yes. And it just infuriates me. You got four guys that are kicking up their heels and being happy and joyful and having fun. Okay? They're not hurting anybody. They're not being mean to anybody. They're just enjoying life. And along comes somebody, some evil sourpuss who does not like to see people having fun and demands they cease and desist. And when one of them doesn't, he kills him. How 
dare he? How I, dare I, he? I, I, I agree with you, Tony. It's, it's the problem. It's like oil and vinegar, and I'm not trying to deal in, in, um, in stereotypes, but you, you mix some emphasis on some. Some members of the gay community that happen to be voguing, you mention, you, 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 you include in this some members of the Muslim community, and, and it's a recipe for a disaster. And now someone is dead. Someone is dead. A 28-year-old professional. Gone. 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 And, right. and why is because his life gone? Be- because he was voguing. Because he was voguing. He was being, he was having innocent fun, enjoying his life. And because of that, this man came and took it away from him. I, I don't understand. I don't understand what's, what's so offensive about voguing. There's nothing uh, offensive you know, I, other I, than being happy. From, from when I was in college, right, guys that just happened to be gay, right, they, they would do uh-huh. it, you know, and, and, and I, I've, had some, I've had some friends, right, and, and I always talk about my friend Ron Johnson, and Ron, Ron is deceased now, but Ron would say to me, Miss Thang, and he would snap his finger, and he would say, Miss Thang, Dominic, get over it, girl. <laughs> and then if I did something good, and th- now this is Ron Johnson talk. It's different from the rest uh-huh. of us. He would go, girl, you peed. You peed, Dominic. <laughs> and, you know, that was his way of saying that he was he was proud of his friend. And, you know, I, I didn't get offended at that. I mean, so someone is dead because because they were voguing at, at a gas and station. They were being happy. And now and your life is over. Out of it. You're going to be convicted yeah. of a hate crime. It's over. And they they have video. Yep. They they have video of it. So I mean, someone ended up dead. You know, the arguing went back and forth. And let's face it. Let's face it, Tony. The the teen the young men that happen to be gay, they're not going to change the minds of the young men that happen to be Muslim. And the young men that happen to be Muslim are damn sure not going to change the minds of the young men that happen to be gay. So why can't they, we just get along with each other? Or if you can't do and, that, walk away. And that's it. He knew he couldn't change their mind, so he killed him. You know, because it's like, you're not going to see it my way, so the heck with you, and boom, he's dead. And and like I said, it just infuriates me. And if I could see that man, I would I would love to beat the heck out of him. You know, it just makes me so angry because what they were doing was it was innocent fun, you know? Well, uh, you and I see it as innocent fun. Some people, some people, and it makes me, it makes, I'm going to be straight with you here, Tony. If something like voguing offends you, it makes me wonder about your sexual orientation. If if, yeah, if really. voguing is something that's going to offend you, it makes me wonder about what's in your closet. If something like that yeah, is going yeah. to offend you, yeah. So you know, if I'd have been there and seen that, I probably would have laughed and applauded when he was done. You know, because it it was. I like to see people be happy and have fun. You right. know, we, we can agree and on I that. I would have Tony. probably applauded. Tony, thank you I mean, for the call. I've, I, I, I said we, we can agree on that. I've got to take a break. I'm late for a break, Tony. Tony's referring to we've got a very serious situation in which a professional dancer, 28 years old, 
was stabbed to death by a pa- an apparent bigoted stranger for voguing shirtless with pals at a Brooklyn gas station. And so this happened on Coney Island Avenue and Avenue P just after 11 p.m. Saturday. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to go right back to your telephone calls. We have the Chronicles of Dominic Carter coming up. And at 1 a.m., I will start the Frank Morano show from 1 to 3 a.m. Frank is on vacation this week. We will be right back. Talk Radio 77, You go, girl. You go, girl. And thank you very much, Matt Blaze. Where did you find that from? You go, girl. <laughs> Dominic, I have a plethora of sound bites for you, my friend. You go, girl. That sounds like a Curtis Sliwa creation. It, it might have been. It might have been. It might have been at Curtis's behest to uh, get that sound drop. Well, we are dealing with a number of stories this morning, and coming up at uh, 1 a.m., when I'm in for the first two hours of Frank Morano's show, Frank is on vacation this week. I'll do the first two hours. Curtis Lee will do the last two. Hopefully, he's not somewhere getting arrested as he's uh, uh, going to the different migrant hotels uh, in Manhattan at this hour, this morning, like he doesn't already have enough to do, doing all the radio that he did this weekend. And he'll be back. He just got off the air. He'll be back in in, uh, in two and a half hours. But he's at the hotels uh, at, as we speak, trying to get in to get a firsthand uh, point of view. Coming up at 1 a.m., we will discuss something that the governor there just signed into law. And that is immigrants in Illinois can now become police officers. And that's what we will discuss coming up at the top of the hour. Let's continue with your telephone calls coming up in about seven minutes. We'll have the Chronicles of Dominic Carter right now, Rich in New Jersey. Good morning, Rich. What's on your mind? How you doing, Dominic? Good. Go right ahead, please. Thank you. I hope you're doing well. Good, good. It's a quick question. I, I just wanted to ask about the the, the voguing story very sad. Um, do you think if this was done by, say, like a – white nationalists or something of that variety, that this would be a major, major story. Because I actually haven't heard anything about it until you even mentioned it. Now, I was just kind of curious if you think this is going to get picked up by the national media. Well, we'll, we'll see. Um, it's a horrible situation. Sometimes with stories, yeah. with stories like this, sometimes it'll take a day or two to catch fire. And okay. so it, it's got to be something compelling in there for the national media. Sure. And... Um, you know, you have the gay straight angle. You have the Muslim angle. It, it's you have the voguing uh, angle. You have 100%, it. Yeah. You have it on yeah. tape. The stabbing. We, we'll see, Rich. We'll, we'll we'll see. Does it shock you what happened? It, oh no, it's horrible. It's actually a horrible story. I, I just think that uh, I feel like the liberal media at large um, tends to ignore these things when it's done by, say, the, the Muslim community. You know, I think it doesn't get that much play. You know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it doesn't really fit the, fit the narrative. So I was just curious what you thought. 
Well, it, it, it'll be, hopefully in 24 hours we'll know the answer to your question, Rich. I, I thank you for yeah. your telephone call. You have a beautiful Absolutely. morning. Have a good night. You too. So we are also discussing prostitution in uh, Queens. Kids are handing out the business cards of uh, the ladies of the night. It, it's It's hard to believe that this stuff is going on. We've got the guys uh, operating illegal, illegal uh, car shop, I mean, car wash shops on Webster Avenue in the Bronx. You already have the huge uh, parking problem. You you have Cardi B and all the other entertainers that have had items thrown at them. Cardi B had a full drink thrown at her. It hit her. She was caught off guard, startled. And seconds later, threw her microphone almost like a fastball straight down the the middle of the uh, strike zone at the person that threw it at her. And we have uh, the country's uh, largest trucking company, Yellow, shut down, problems with the Teamsters. They couldn't work it out. 30,000 people, 30,000 jobs, gone, gone. In a moment, we're going to go to Tommy in Brooklyn, but let's go to John in Manhattan. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Good morning to you, Dominic. Um, I want to correlate everything that you sort of encapsulated tonight and and uh, lay out a situation for you. I'm also born in the Bronx, live in Manhattan. The other day, I went into Times Square to a uh, Screen Actors Guild after protests, which I'm a member of, which I think you're a member of. Which I, I am. All of I am. Right. And I'm standing in the middle of Times Square, Dominic, with all these people who don't realize that it's, that it, that, that it's only the beginning because this is going to be terrible. And on the stage is Ocasio-Cortez with her hand, with her fist in the air, and all these cops standing there who she voted to defund and amongst all us Screen Actors Guild people standing in front of ABC right in the middle of Times Square is all these migrants on all these cement blocks selling fruit, soda, water, anything you could buy in a CVS and Walgreens. And I'm a native New Yorker. I've been around. I'm also blessed. I've worked as an actor. I walk over to this police captain who I know, and I said, can you explain to me what's going on here? Can you explain to me what's happened here? Now, today, Dominic, I walk across 40... Remember on 42nd Street near Madame Tussauds, there was supposedly the world's largest McDonald's? Yes. It's gone? That's that's gone. And right next to Madame Tussauds, Dominic, right next to Madame Tussauds Museum, they turned the whole building into a homeless shelter. So what the city has done is on both sides of 42nd Street, they've put these cement blocks. So there's either people sleeping on them, God knows what they're doing on them, selling drugs, selling weed, selling anything they've stole from CVS or any of the stores. What the hell is going on here, Dominic? Now, I haven't talked to you in a long time because I thought that by now things would be getting better. Dominic, like you said, little things add up to big things. And, you know, when the, when the little snowball starts at the top of the mountain, we know what happens by the time it gets to the valley. Something has got to give here, Dominic, because this is out of control. Agreed. Agreed. I live John. on the west side. I, I live on the west side. I live in Hell's Kitchen. I live on 10th Avenue. 
in front of my building, there's people in tents. There's people with their children sleeping on the street. There's people running out of the Target. There's people running in and out of these weed stores. There's, and you know what? Uh, okay, wait, 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 John. I, I have to go back to something you just said. And I we yes, see sir. all the we see all the other calls, folks. We're going to get to you. Yes, I'll yes. be with you up until the top of the hour, and then yes. I'll be doing the first two hours of Frank Morano's national show. So just hold on. We'll get to you. We have plenty of time. So, John, you said you live in Manhattan. I think you said Tenth Avenue, correct? Yes, I live on. I live in Hell's Kitchen and Tenth Avenue. Okay. And did I hear you correctly? You said there are people living in tents or in tents. Dominic, they're living in tents. They're setting up tents on the sidewalk. They're setting up tents on the side streets. They're setting up tents down along the river near the Intrepid. They're with children, with babies. I I mean, Dominic, I got to tell you something. I got to tell you something. This is all, you know, the trickle effect of this. You know, we went through the pandemic and we got through the pandemic and we all thought that we were going to see the light at the end of the tunnel. But the light at the end of the tunnel is the subway that just ran us all over. I mean, Dominic, you grew up in the city. I grew up in the city. I've been listening and watching you for years. You're a man in the street. I'm a man in the street. I'm 67 years old, Dominic. I grew up in the South Bronx. I never saw anything like this. I've been all over the world. I've never seen anything like this in my life right here, right now. Right now. I, I, I mean, I'm listening, John. I, I hear you, man. It, it's... It, and in this neighborhood, by the way, Dominic, it's not only in, in Jackson Heights. It's not only this prostitution here in front of the Rowe Hotel. I'm going to tell you a quick story. I went into the Target. I call it Target. Uh, I went a, in, a lot I, of people call it Target, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I usually go in there. I get pita bread, milk, and, and uh, pita butter. I go into the Target, Target, and as I go in, this very, very attractive woman comes up to me, and she says, I'd like to have a word with you. And I said, okay. She says, but I'll meet you downstairs. I said, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll be down there. You can't miss me. I'll be walking around my cart looking. I go downstairs. I pick up my three items. She comes up to me, and she's got a shopping cart, Dominic, that you can't – it's like the sh- you can't put one more thing in her shopping cart, right? And she says to me, if you pay for everything in there, I'll come with you for two hours. I went, what? What? Is this candid camera? Where's Alan Funt? What? What? Dominic, this is this has reached the point where it's going to have to be the hand of God that intervenes because the law can't do it. The politicians are there. And Ocasio-Cortez with a police detail standing in Times Square, and this Screen Actors Guild after a strike is going to get hard because these producers could care less. I'm an actor who's worked, who's been blessed to work, who's been lucky to work. I was on a series that shows on 57 different platforms every day around the world. I don't get a penny. Tell me how they're going to settle that. Tell, and, Dominic, you know, a, a you know, big— but, but, a big... Wait, wait, hey, John, I, I've got to take a break, and I've got to wrap this up. But but how how is that? Because the, the, the movies that I have done, for example, Inside Man uh, with Denzel Washington and— um, 
I, I forgot. The one was about police corruption. I forgot the yeah, name of it. One with Mike, you did one with Michael Douglas. You get residuals from those movies. Yeah, I do. But I, these, I, get, I get residual but, checks but every, every you, couple of months. Right, but I'm going to tell you where, where a lot of actors got screwed. When all these cable channels and all these Netflix and all these other things came into play, they don't pay. I, I was on a series called Third Watch, a New York City series. I did, I don't know how many episodes, a lot of them, blessed, blessed. I don't get a dime. But you know what, Dominic? They did it to the musicians with Spotify. I, I, they I don't get you. a dime. I, I hear you, John. I, I have to step in. I do apologize. What, what I find interesting uh, in all of this, so like, for example, when Chris Rock, John, had his show on uh, HBO, he had me on as a guest, and every time that show repeats, this is going back several years, every time the Chris Rock show, HBO, that segment airs that I was on, I get a residual check from uh, HBO or from the production company. So maybe maybe mine was more recent than yours, but folks, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, we're a bit late for it. We are going to take a break. We'll have the Chronicles when we return and I'll be with you until 1 a.m. And then we'll start the, we'll hit the reset button. We'll start all over again. I'm in for Frank Marano for the first two hours of the other side of midnight all week long. Frank has a well deserved week off. We will be right back. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. It's a sad situation, a caught-on-video New York City fatal stabbing being investigated as a possible anti-gay hate crime. 28-year-old man was stabbed to death during a scuffle. This happened at a Brooklyn gas station, caught-on-video, and uh, the police are investigating uh, their surveillance uh, video footage of this, and it's a heated exchange between two groups Two groups that turned deadly around 11 p.m. Uh, Saturday. One group of uh, young men, right, four shirtless uh, African-American Latino uh, men, and they're gassing up their car. And two of them, two of them can be seen dancing in their swim trunks, while another group standing outside the convenience store starts uh, talking and making comments to them. And uh, the young man uh, that's been identified as 28-year-old Sibley Ashi Ashi, uh, is seen standing behind a black SUV, and he's seemingly in shock after being stabbed, and he disappears from camera's view. And the the comments, what happened was uh, the young man was voguing, voguing. And if you don't know what that is, that's when... You know, it, it's it's a term traditionally uh, in the gay community. It's when people pose and you change the pose on moment's notice and, and they normally go Vogue, Vogue, Vogue. And on each Vogue, you change the pose. And it's 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 kind of uh, flamboyant, um, but it's something that, that's harmless. It doesn't bother anyone. And, you know, people are just having a good time, a good time. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Lou in Union, New Jersey. Good morning, Lou. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Morning, Dominic. Uh, I just ran over a skunk, so I'm having the time of my life right now. I'm driving Ugh. on the highway anyway. Um, 
I wanted to mention something, uh, uh, piggyback off of a previous caller. Um, he mentioned that uh, the news didn't get any or wouldn't get any airtime because of the um, because of the ethnic or religious background of the uh, perpetrator. And I wanted to um, I wanted to just remind uh, your listeners that he's correct in that when the Tree of Life synagogue shooting happened, the same exact thing happened where they first started saying, when I say they, I mean the media, you know, people on the left, everyone started saying, you know, this is why we got to get rid of white supremacy. This is why we got to get rid of guns. And then the minute that the details were revealed that the shooter was um, Muslim, Arab Muslim, um, all that went away. And it was like, you know, we never said anything like that. Well, I hear you, Lou, but but I, I let's see what happens. Uh, I'm I'm more concerned with the fact that a young man lost his life, and and it didn't 100%. have to it didn't have to be, and simply because he's voguing. This is New York City in 2023, and in many aspects, that this is the 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 start of the gay movement, New York, or certainly the capital, if you will, I guess outside of San Francisco, of the gay community, Stonewall Inn and so on, the park that's right there. And this is happening in New York City in 2023. Lou, I I hear what you're saying. Thank you for the call. We will see uh, how this all plays out. Let's go to Tommy in Brooklyn. Good morning, Tommy. What's on your mind? Good morning, gentlemen. Um, Dominic, I think one of the problems is for some of the societies that the Muslim religion it's they're very radical about, especially about gays. When I was when I went to Iraq, uh, we were told, you know, anybody here, we had don't ask, don't tell policy while I was in the military, and we were told directly by to everybody in this thing, if you're gay, don't say nothing. You don't want to be known as gay because it's something bad could happen to you. It was just something. I'm not 100 percent sure what it is. It's a religious thing or it's a cultural thing. I'll let the experts go on that. But I have, uh, I wanted to talk about the, uh, the the thefts that's going on and the Targets and all of that stuff. They have – these. I met a girl. I'm, I'm trying to find a friend of mine in a very bad neighborhood in East New York and trying to get her off of drugs. Um, and being that I had some issues in that neighborhood back in the past, I know the area well, and I went out there to find her. And um, – I met the, I, I I was talking to people and I met this girl. She had a bag, a couple bags full of stuff. She steals between seven and eight hundred dollars a day in these special bags that um, uh, you put the, the item in there and it, and it uh, hides the sensor from the machine when you go through. Right. Louis bags, no, Diddy, I, I, Diddy I, bags. I hear you, Tommy. That that that's nothing new. It's called boosting. Right. And people have been right. using aluminum foil and all types of things to uh, cover the sensor so it doesn't go off. It's amazing that how many people are doing it now. It's like there are thousands of people doing it because they can do it and get away with it. How many, nobody, they're not You're correct. Hurt. You're correct. It's a sad story. There's a lot of sad stories out there, but, Dominic, you bring light to a lot of stories. You bring happiness to a lot of people. I'm one of them. God bless you, and have a great night. Thank you, Tommy. That's very kind and very nice of you to say you have a uh, beautiful morning. It is now 56 minutes past the hour. We are about to go to LQ in the Bronx, coming up at 1 a.m., news headlines, and then I will be right back 
in terms of the Frank Morano show, the other side of midnight. Frank is off this week, a well-deserved vacation. I will be with you until 3 a.m. That's when Curtis Sliwa will be back to take you to the 5 a.m. hour. You want to stay with us. LQ in the Bronx, good morning. Uh, good morning, blessings to you and all. Um, I want to comment on the, the prostitution. Um, last week in the New York Post, uh, the 24th, page 15, uh, prostitution by the state uh, doing health, um, uh, health, uh, state health. Uh, Governor Hochul. On a pilot project. Yes, $500,000. Right. Um, also, real fast, um, the, the comment on, like, uh, for the, the immigrants coming, you know, the male and female immigrants coming in, to, uh, that's going to lead more to prostitution, especially for the film, um, the females. That's going to be like a pimp's dream. That's what they, you know, <laughs> all these females that ain't got no work. So I think really the city, I'm almost sure, that's uh, the state, because that's what this thing is with the health benefits is under the governor. They, their aim is to legalize prostitution, and who's going to pay the taxes for it? <laughs> Taxes. <laughs> well, you you already know, LQ. <laughs> there will be no taxes paid on services rendered for that. I mean that that's not going to happen. Okay. I we'll mean, see. We, 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 you you mean on the the legal services? Yes. Yeah. I don't don't count on that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't bet my uh, my job on that, LQ. Thank you so much for the call, folks. Coming up next hour, coming up next hour, we see your calls are still coming in. We'll try and get to them next hour. Coming up next hour, this is what we will deal with. We are waiting to see if Governor Pritzker will sign a bill allowing non-U.S. citizens to become police officers. Federal law states that only citizens can serve as officers and deputies, but a bill that has passed the House and Senate would change that for work-eligible immigrants. The bill's sponsor calls it a natural progression now that some undocumented immigrants can become health care workers and military members. But one opponent claims giving non-citizens the right to arrest citizens would be a, quote, breach of democracy. And it is a big mistake. You want to stay with us, folks. That's coming up right after news headlines. I will be back. The other side of midnight about to start. Frank Morano has the week off. I'll be with you until 3 a.m.